Did you hear pure truth, the pure doctrine of Christ, and pure revelation as you listened to General Conference? I'm sure you did. We're sure you did. We're going to take some time to review that right now in relation to General Conference and Eternal Warrior Principles. This is the Fathers Who Fight podcast. Hello, listeners. This is episode 44 of the Fathers Who Fight podcast. We are fathers banding together to strengthen one another in following Jesus Christ and resisting the enemy of our souls by living eternal warrior principles. Lloyd, how are you? Doing good. How are you, Rob? I am just grand, thank you. A little tired. I Uh woke up at like 4.30 this morning. Uh. I've been... I think I talked about that a couple episodes ago, or I'm starting to get up earlier, and now my body is like waking me up even earlier than my alarm is set for. Uh oh. <laughs> so I just got to make sure I get enough sleep, go to bed yeah. at a decent hour. 4.30 is when I get up, so hey. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm channeling the energy of Lloyd, I guess. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get to our content for today, we definitely wanted to go over our challenge from last time. Last time Lloyd, we your challenge. Yep, last time we talked about uh, um, prayer, and the challenge was to take the next step, whatever your next step is, to improve prayer. Um, we specifically talked about um, a number of different things that a person can do to improve their prayers. Um, focusing on a warrior's prayer and what it means to pray for strengthening yourself in the battle and preparing for battle. But if you're not there, you just need to work on getting on your knees to start with, well, that works too. So that was the challenge. For me, what I've been working on is several things. Um, I found some books to study, to, I want to learn more about things I can do to improve my prayers. And Books about prayer, huh? Yep. Oh, and um, a couple things I've learned in reading so far is obviously make time. you got to make time for prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one book specifically focuses on more than just making time, but putting yourself in a good place even mentions um, singing a hymn or listening to a a faith-promoting song to get you in a good place before you pray. And I thought, that's fascinating. Mm. And so, anyway, I am studying to learn more about how to make my prayers more effective. Um, Another thing I stumbled across this last week, maybe it was the week before, I'm mixing them up now, but... In Come Follow Me, one of the suggestions was, as um, the lesson was on the um, dedicatory prayer of the Kirtland Temple, to go through that section 109 and look for ways that you can improve prayer by studying this prayer. There's more I want to do in studying that section, but what I have done, I find it fascinating that That prayer was given by revelation. So 
God told Joseph Smith what to say, you could say. <laughs> right. Which is kind of fascinating. And it was a written prayer, which, as we talk about writing in um, the eternal warrior process, writing prayers is a powerful tool. The fact that it was given by revelation is kind of fascinating because as I've um, read through it, it's like when we pray for things that God wants for us already, we can have confidence that it will come true, Yeah, that we will receive those blessings. And so being, like you said, channeling and wavelengths, <laughs> Being that way with our Heavenly Father and Savior will make our prayers more powerful. Uh, one thing that I notice that I I haven't learned but I want to learn is the language of praise. Mm. Praise for God that you see in prayers like that, that praising God can help our hearts be in the right place when we pray. Anyway, those are a couple things that I've come up with um, since we recorded last. What have you worked on, Rob? Uh, for me, I've been focusing kind of what we talked about. Where we you you mentioned writing. I don't write out my prayers, but I write about I write down things that I want to pray for. Okay, and so that way it helps me to remember them and to tie them together and really focus on you know, a couple of things that, that I want to make sure I focus on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it uh, is really good to make it so that the prayers are not distinct events, but they're more and more tied together. And, and another thing too, that I, is <laughs> a constant battle. Maybe I mentioned this last time too, but I think Satan tries to do everything he can to distract you and mm -hmm. detract you from praying. Yep. And so I'm, I'm really trying to, when, when I get that prompting to, or not prompting, I guess, but, uh, that feeling or that thought to pray later, I, uh, I try and pray right away instead. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so hopefully you listeners have had some good experiences. We definitely want to, uh, would love to hear from you. Email us at fathers who fight at lifechangingservices.org or um, on the on the episodes if, if as you bring it up in whatever podcast app you're listening to there should be a link you can actually leave, leave a voice message um, and oh, that, cool. that leaves a voice message on Anchor and and allows us to listen to it so feel free to do that too if you how about this uh, if you're the first one to do it we'll send you a, a big wave and a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have fathers who fight swag to give away, but uh, maybe maybe sometime. <laughs> we can give you a, a virtual pat on the back. I wanna... There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, by the time you listen to this, it will have been a couple weekends ago, but for us, just this past weekend was General Conference, and it was a fantastic opportunity to hear from the prophets and the leaders of the church. And wow, there was a lot of good stuff. And I, mm -hmm. I definitely felt a theme. I heard a theme and we were talking about this Lloyd and you can say what, what you heard, but uh, man, if every 
talk didn't mention loving God and or loving your neighbor and or loving yourself, uh, then it was um, all but one or two. I mean, yeah. there was there was a lot of talk of of loving God in in this conference, and and it makes sense. I mean, it is the first great commandment. One thing that I got out of it too, something uh, I felt, you know, there's that that verse that says, uh, "And the second great commandment is like unto uh-huh. it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself." And to to me, that kind of implies that you have to learn to love yourself first uh-huh. before you can love your neighbor. So uh, I'm starting to think of love thyself as commandment one a. There you um, go. <laughs> if there's the first and the second great commandment. Um, but what what did you hear? There was a conference talk about that. Um, not this conference, but last conference. Yeah. Another Nielsen. Yep. Along those same lines, uh, one of the big things I got about it out of it is almost every talk talked about service. Hmm. And obviously those are my words, but it's what you were just saying, Rob. It's not only loving your neighbor, but how? What do you do? And think right. just lots of examples and ideas and things that people do to love their neighbors and to show them that they love them. And another, if there was a sub theme to it, to me it was, and that will bring unity, that our world desperately needs unity. Hmm. And that serving others is the way for us to get that done. And so... Yeah, I think loving God, loving our neighbor, and serving them was absolutely the big theme I got out of conference. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fascinating. Uh, They didn't talk about it this time, but none of the talks are assigned, none of the subjects are assigned, but yet there there always seems to be some kind of common thread that Mm -hmm. weaves them all together. Yeah, and that certainly happened. This one, this this one, it almost seemed like there was a theme assigned, just because, <laughs> at least uh, from my experience of what I heard, uh, that just it was almost like President Nelson said, "Mention loving God in your talk." Well, the only um, I heard one person say they were assigned a topic, and that was the um, the second counselor in was it the young men's no. The second counselor and the presiding bishopric. That's what it was. He and Sister Eubank were assigned to talk about what the Church Humanitarian um, Organization has done all over the world. But those were. Yeah, but he's the only one who mentioned being assigned. Hmm. But like you point out, they all talked about loving God, loving your neighbor, and serving them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, as far as eternal warrior principles go, I mean, I guess you could say that, uh, in a sense, serving others is a is an eternal warrior principle because uh, when we talk about manpower goals, the M is ministering, yep. which is serving. So there, there certainly is that aspect of it. There's there's other things too. There's the passion project principle. Yeah. And the the purpose of a passion project is to take the energy that we would have used doing negative things and doing something positive, something to make the world a better place with it. Yeah, we haven't really talked about passion projects on the podcast, have we? Not really, no. Yeah. And um, so 
that's the purpose of it is to to take that energy that we would have been using doing negative stuff and doing something good and there's a side effect to it that is very very powerful and that is that when you are filling your life with good things to do and consuming your energy on those good things satan can't mess with you as much because hmm. when you are in the lord doing the lord's work on his errand he's there with you and you receive that extra protection and blessings and um, that keeps the enemy away and so there's a lot of powerful things in that simple commandment to love our neighbors as ourselves Obviously, it's from God because there's a lot more to it than just simply helping out the guy next door. Yeah, yeah. The the talk from conference that I thought that that kind of made me think about passion projects was the one from Sunday morning. The primary general president, Sister Camille Ann Johnson, and uh, she said she talked about Christ helping write your story. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, she was talking about how uh, a trial lawyer, a trial lawyer, a good trial lawyer or a prosecuting attorney, I don't remember, but uh, some kind of attorney, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, they don't ask questions they don't know the answer to. Mm-hmm. And but, but she said that for us in the gospel, it's okay to ask questions we don't know the answer to. And in fact, it's probably even encouraged because when we do that, we we can know that the Holy Ghost is a friendly witness, won't be a hostile witness like you might uh-huh. have in court. <laughs> yep. And and he will tell the truth all the time, every time. Mm-hmm. And then she later talked about um, faith and doing something that requires faith. She she reminded us of President Nelson's admonishment to um, to do something that requires faith to help build your faith. And that's, that's an important aspect of a passion project is that it's not really realistic and it requires God's help to be able to accomplish it. Yeah. Because if you go into something um, knowing exactly how everything's going to work, if you can plan it out step by step and you can see the end at the beginning and you know, it's going to go fine, then what do you need God for? Yeah, and and I love that. Uh, I, I heard Maurice Harker talk about it uh, on on a podcast one time with Wes and Spenny about passion projects and what a what a true passion project entails, and that those were a couple aspects of them. And it really a passion project really raises your thoughts, and uh, you know it's not just having a hobby, you know, doing something good yeah. uh, instead of the bad thing. It's it's really getting out there and doing something that's going to influence either many people uh, all at once or one individual at a time that, that is really going to, well, you're really trying to change the world with, with a, a true passion project. Absolutely. You know, and just to bring it back to what sister Johnson was saying, that quote you were uh, saying, it was from, she quoted president Nelson saying, we receive more faith when we do something that requires more faith. Yes. So yeah, that's that stretch in ourself, like you were just talking about. That's awesome. Exactly. So if you're trying to change the world, 
that definitely requires faith. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but honestly, you could you could even take the approach where you're changing someone's world. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, one uh, person at a time. That's the way God works. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And that Anything one else person stick could, out to you? Yeah, that one person could be changing yourself. Um, oh, I well, found yeah. several talks that talked about that, starting with President Holland. Um, the impression I wrote down from what he was saying that change is possible. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to feel stuck where we are and what's going on in our lives. That if um, we put love of God first and the love of God dwell in our hearts, we can change and we can be better and do better. And I think that absolutely applies to um, eternal warrior principles. And that's the whole goal of manpower is to set a goal and become better. And um, there was a a number of talks that they may or may not have said it directly but that, yeah, you can do this. Change. You can change. You don't have to wallow in wherever you are. You you can improve, and it's possible. And God will be right there with you every effort you make. And that's one of the things that jumps out at me. Yeah. Yeah. When you talk about change, the the talk that really stuck out to me uh, regarding that was Elder Uchtdorf's. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, surprise, he used an airplane analogy <laughs> <laughs> and talked about the need for recalibration uh-huh. uh, in an airplane. You know, he, he talked about people going in a straight line and, and how difficult it is, how studies have been done where they put people in a thick forest and tell them to walk in a straight line and they end up walking in circles. Yeah. Um, but same with an airplane. I mean, I, I've always been impressed with pilots you know obviously they have air air traffic controllers and a lot of fancy you know machinery and guides and everything but uh but yeah you have to make constant adjustments because i mean you're up there in the clouds you don't have any landmarks to go by yeah (laughs) and so so it takes uh some serious uh, instrumentality to keep you on course and and Elder Uchtdorf said that that it's something every day, if I remember right, at least that's what I wrote down, that we need to recalibrate every mm-hmm. day. And when we when we talk about eternal warriors principles, we you know talk about doing a lost battle analysis. Yep. And if something went wrong, trying to figure out where it went wrong and how you went wrong and then what you can do to correct it. Yep. He talked about the importance of landmarks so we wouldn't go in circles and and that those uh, recalibrations come because we reconnect with God, who is the eternal landmark. And yeah, I really loved that. Um, just thumbing through my notes here, Elder Gong said, "Trust becomes real when we do hard things with faith." Hmm. And to me, that applies exactly to. Um, what we're just talking about that yeah we can change even if it's hard and that we can trust and rely on God and know he's there and going to help us and be with us Elder Gong talked quite a bit about trust and one thing that he said that really jumped out at me 
He said that God chooses not to remember our sins when we've repented of them. It's not when he says he won't doesn't he won't remember our sins. It's not that I mean it's not he's, that he's perfect. forgetful, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was trying to say. And I You just the, forgot. I was struggling. <laughs> yeah, I was struggling for words there. But yeah, it's not some, you know, law of physics that they disappear or whatever. No, it's he chooses not to remember them, that they're not important to him anymore because we have changed. And he quoted the scripture, be not afraid, only believe, which, yeah, trust God. It, we can change and it'll all be wonderful. <laughs> agreed agreed you know the the first eternal warrior principle that we teach is talking about the war between remembering and forgetting mm-hmm. and what we mean by that is f- the war between remembering and forgetting who we are mm-hmm. and sister bonnie h corden the young women general president told about when president nelson called her to become the young woman general president. Yeah. And he asked her, what What do you think the youth need most? And after she thought about it, she said, they need to know who they really are. And then President Nelson responded, yes, and they need to know their purpose. And that is that harkens back to, it reminded me of uh, a talk by Elder uh, Collister, Elder Tad Collister, mm-hmm. when he reported that in a general authority training meeting, someone asked what can we do to help our members who are dealing with pornography issues? And President Nelson stood up and said the exact same thing. He said, teach them their identity and their purpose. Mm-hmm. And so that's, to me, that shows how consistent President Nelson is with knowing that that is really the key for us to make sure we remember who we are and stay on the, on the covenant path. Yeah. If, we, if we can constantly remind ourselves our potential and why we're here. Um, I think the way Sister Corden put it, and I'd have to bring it up for sure, but but she kind of basically put it as our purpose is to follow Christ and serve Him. I think I'll, I'll have to bring it up, but uh, that's that's yeah, really I, our purpose. Yeah, I wrote down that's helping others to turn to Christ and His work. Yeah, and yeah, and she. Um, one thing she included in that talk was um, don't come alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which ties into the uh, important principle, uh, eternal warrior's principle of connection. Yeah, come unto Christ, walk on his path, and bring others with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Don't, uh, don't hide the gospel. Keep it to yourself. That's not going to do any good <laughs> yeah i mean that's part of the gospel right that was that was something actually um i wasn't gonna bring this up earlier but it just reminded me president oak said that uh, the doctrine of christ is to serve not to be served yeah yep that was powerful yep another one that uh, really stuck out to me when it comes to eternal warrior principles is uh you know we talked we've talked about warrior chemistry in the past we've talked about I think we've talked about how there's two sides to warrior chemistry, the protective side and the connective side. Mm -hmm. And President Nelson, in his Sunday morning address, 
I think brought up a great example of how we can access the connective side of warrior chemistry. And what that means is connecting with God, connecting with our loved ones. And I loved what he said about how if you can't make it to the temple, you should set aside regular time to rehearse in your mind and in your heart the mm-hmm. covenants that you've made. And I, I can't think of a, a better way to connect with God than either to be in the temple or to imagine that you're in the temple and, and reminding yourself of the covenants. Of course, you know, the sacrament helps uh, with that as well. But, um, but Lord, you had an experience um, regarding that that was similar. Are you willing to share that? Yeah. um, There's several things that we've done, obviously COVID shutting down the temples and stuff that I got some audio books on the temple and, my wife and I go sit in the parking lot and whatever of the nice. temple and listen to all these authors talk about the temple. But we we had an opportunity. Our temple was open for how do you say it? own endowments? La- yeah, own and your own ceilings. endowments or own ceilings yeah, or li- but, live endowments, life yeah. ceilings. I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you what phase it is and what I, I, I <laughs> don't even get me on that. I don't know, but. <laughs> um, But anyway, so yeah, the majority of us couldn't go to the temple. But we had an opportunity come up to go clean the temple. And I was like, yes, I'll go to the temple even if it's just to clean. And and so we went to the the temple late at night. And my job was to push a vacuum. (laughs) And um, Did you have to turn it on or just push it? I did turn it on. <laughs> yes, I plugged it in. And that that was actually kind of an awkward place because the plugs are kind of far apart and trying to get all the places in between where the cord would reach. But I ended up having to switch vacuums to one that had a longer cord so I didn't have to fight <laughs> with it so much. But um, I got to vacuum uh, in the room or hall or whatever you call it where the veil is it was part of where i was vacuuming and i was there by myself in that at that particular time in that particular place and i took the opportunity while i was vacuuming to rehearse in my mind everything i could possibly remember from the ordinances and the and the covenants and the ceremonies that take place in the temple and being in the temple and rehearsing those things in my mind even though I wasn't it wasn't like going through the ceremonies it it was a powerful spiritual experience and one I'm grateful I took the opportunity to not only to take the time to vacuum but to take the time to think about my covenants and everything that goes with them and yeah the, i felt peace and the lord there it was awesome thank you for sharing that i think that's a really powerful thing to do and yeah, it's the kind of thing that we can do at the sacrament as well mm-hmm. you know, it's a quiet time should be able to be able to ponder those things and bring them back to memory and and kind of recreate those feelings Yep. And connect with Heavenly Father and our Savior. Yep. Yeah, we could probably go on and on and on about uh, conference and things we learned, but those were kind of some of the main 
things regarding eternal warrior principles that stuck out to me. Did you have any others, Lloyd? There's definitely talks I want to go back and listen to and read through right. again. Um, President Irings was one of those. So much of this, like we started out, uh, I got what I got out of it is I need to do service to show my fellow man that I care and I love him. And whether that starts with my wife and my family and other people around me and other places in the world. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I feel I need to start working and apply the principles that I learned. Yep. Very good. I had, I came to conference with two specific questions in mind and I definitely feel like I got some ideas, but um, it's going to take reviewing, um, reviewing the talks, reviewing my notes to kind of gather gather up the thoughts to to have a little more focus, mm-hmm. um, because there were there were a lot of great ideas and answers, and probably a lot of the answers that came were kind of the same thing said in different ways, mm-hmm. and so just a matter of bringing focus to how we want to go about doing those daily recalibrations. Yep. So I think um, what I want to do for a challenge, and I'm going to challenge you guys to do the same thing, is pick a talk, at least one, and um, study it and make an action plan um, of what you can do to implement what you learned from that talk. Um, I know, like I just mentioned, President Eyring's talk, I really want to go back through, but there's several others that have good stuff that, I mean, it's all good. Choose whichever one you want or choose mm-hmm. all of it, but uh, choose something, go through it again, and see what you can get out of it and make an action plan. Yeah. Always worth doing. And, yeah, if we just... Uh sit and listen to conference and then don't do anything about it and then wait for the next one to come, we will have wasted a weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Well, with that, I wanted to have, say something a little on the personal side. Uh, well, we, we haven't talked about it really on this podcast. We talked about it when Wes and Spenny interviewed us, I think. Uh-huh. So if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, go back and catch that. That was their last episode, pretty much that they did. Um, they're still yeah, for in the that hiatus. season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, uh, a couple years ago, Lloyd was doing uh, the Fathers Who Fight meetings online, and uh, I started attending. And after having attended for, uh, I think, pretty much two years, uh, Lloyd decided that he wanted to change things up a little bit, and he asked me and invited me to come in and step in and try and revamp Fathers Who Fight. And as we discussed how we might do that, we thought, about, well, what about a podcast? And so that's that's what this is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do online meetings anymore. We just do this. And so we've done, now this is 44 episodes. It's been almost a year and a half. And uh, as it turns out, uh, you know, the Lord has plans for us that we don't always see coming or anticipate. And uh, just last night, I got called into the stake presidency's office uh, 
one of the counselors, and he issued me a new calling that's going to take a little bit more time. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more time. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so this will be my last podcast, at least for a while, um, while I figure out exactly how much time it's going to take and how much time I might be able to commit to extracurricular activities. But on a personal note, I want to thank you, Lloyd, for trusting me and allowing me to do this with you. And um, I appreciate the the friendship that we've developed. And, um, you know, there, I, you are truly a, a great example to me uh, of, of a true warrior, someone who is trying to fight their hardest to be the best man, be the best husband and father they can. And I always feel the spirit when I hear you talk about things that you are doing, have done, and I hope to one day grow up to be a little bit more like Lloyd. I appreciate uh, that, Rob. I, it's been a pleasure working with you on this, and I've enjoyed every minute of it, and you've taught me a lot, and I'm grateful as well. Well, thank you. So, yeah, you. We, this uh, I, I just shared this news with you right before we started recording, so uh -huh. you, you're not sure yet uh, how it's going to go forward or if it's going to go forward. No, but we often. will go forward, and um, my guess right now is we'll just keep recording podcasts, so stay tuned to the same place and the same channel where you get your podcasts, and you'll see more Fathers Who Fight stuff, and we'll just keep moving forward. Yeah, if you haven't subscribed already, first of all, what the heck are you doing? Second of all, <laughs> second of all, that's the best way to just get notified that uh, there's a new episode out. Um, so make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and and those episodes will get downloaded once they get released. Yep. Or you'll get notified at least. You have yep. to change the right setting if you want it downloaded automatically. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you so much, Rob. We sure appreciate everything you've done to help all the people who listen to Fathers Who Fight. Well, thank you, Lloyd, and thank you, listeners. It is definitely a lot of fun. And another thing you might not know is my my uh, major was in broadcasting, and uh, I put my my degree to good use by being a UPS driver. But uh, <laughs> So this kind of helps me uh, feel a little bit of the itch too, or scratch a little bit of the itch that, uh, you know, from that, the, the training I got in college, but uh, it's been great. And it's, I, I definitely know that the, uh, the principles that we teach at Life Changing Services are helpful for, for change, for growth. And they're, they're based on gospel principles really. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of focusing it in, in certain areas that, that tend toward self-mastery. Yep. And so if you would like some individualized training or help, um, please go to lifechangingservices.org and see what we have to offer. And you too will be blessed and benefit if you choose to participate in one, one or more of the programs that we offer. So with that, thank you for listening. And we will catch you next time, whenever that is on the next episode of the Fathers Who Fight podcast. <laughs>